Hello guys, uh, prepare to answer. Welcome to Prepare to Answer Ministries today. It's uh, great to have you all with me today um, on what is the 12th of July, which is a very big day from where I'm from in Northern Ireland. It's a big day of um, celebration for some, and uh, not for everyone of course, um, the cause of many divisions over the years. Um, a lot of it's in the name of religion. Um, and uh, what I would say, not to say much on it, but I would say that um, obviously I'm sure we'd all agree religion should never be sort of used as an excuse for hatred. Um, for a lot of people saying recently that, um, you know, we discussed and have dealt with it before, you know, was religion the cause of most wars? And I asked this question recently on a teaching session I was at and I kind of put people out of their misery. They were all, they were all answering the question with different ways to how would you answer that objection that religion is the cause of most wars? And, and I put people out of their misery by just simply saying it, it's false. It's not actually true at all. Um, 5,000 years of wars were studied in the last 5,000 5, years of about nearly 2,000 wars. And I think about um, 6% of them were actually religious in nature. It's slightly higher than that, but if you remove all the wars of Islam, it brings it down to just over 4%. So uh, incredible. Um, but again, a lot of people did say, and it's well acknowledged that, you know, is religion the cause of the war, or is it the is it the person themselves, and then they use religion uh, in the name of religion? When I, that's all it really it is, it's in the name of religion, but it's not really the underlying cause. Besides that, again, like I say, religion is not the cause of most wars anyway. But um, yeah, it's a very contentious time of year over here, <clears throat> but um, it's been fairly peaceful so far. Uh, so yeah, I had a big teaching weekend, um, the weekend before last, doing our our church's school emissions. Um, just teaching on apologetics in Manchester. Um, I really have a lot of stuff there that videos that are already uploaded and questions I was dealing with. Um, I'm just thinking even as I speak right now, I was asked about other objections that I, I haven't even got around to dealing with yet. Um, it's a good problem to have. I have a lot of work to do on things that I haven't got started yet. Lots of ideas at the minute, um, which is a good thing. You know, I, I dread the day that there's not ideas there. I have a lot of stuff I want to teach on, a couple of things, specific things about podcasts were coming up soon actually on how to, what to teach our children. Uh, I know this is not a, a blanket you know, de- decision for everyone, every child must be taught this, but just generally speaking, what are important things to consider in teaching children? Um, but again, that, that's it. I'm also thinking of writing a book this year. Um, also, maybe again, uploading the school admission stuff and also dealing with some of the objections that I'd heard that weekend. But it was a very successful weekend, a lot of good input. And I've heard about other people who have wanted to do the similar teaching on the back of that as well. So uh, what I want to share today is a little bit more personal, maybe. Um, not that difficult to share because I know we all experience this kind of thing. Uh, and the podcast is really just called, um, It's a Decision to be Joyful. Um, it is. It's a decision that we make to be joyful. This morning, I um, simple things. I got an email and work about overtime. Um, it comes in at a certain time, so if you don't respond within the first hour, you won't get overtime. I rely upon getting overtime, but my emails weren't working, so then I didn't get the email. By the time I got the email, everyone else had, reply, had already replied to it, and there's no left for me. That causes me a bit of a financial issue. Um, so that happened. Um, there was something happened where maybe my wife had thought she'd lost her bank card, um, but she'd lost it before. So in my heart, I was like, oh, you've lost your bank card again? Um, or are, are you going to lose it again? Or is it it's only a matter of time before it's lost again? Um, and then maybe other little things with the kids, or the kids could be more this, or 
the situation could be more that, or the house is not as tidy as I'd like it to be, or you know all these sorts of things. The car's dirtier, or there's there's work sitting that I haven't got done yet, or the money isn't quite as much as I wanted it to be, or we didn't get to go on the ideal holiday this year, or you know what, it's cloudy today and my day off, and I thought it was going to be maybe a better day. You know, you know what I'm saying. I don't need to give any more examples because the list could could go on indefinitely. I could sit here for the next thirty minutes giving other things that we experience every day that we get irritated by. And that's the best way I'd describe myself this morning. This morning I just had these little things. I was giving my life, wife and kids a lift to a shop and I just felt in my spirit a little bit irritable about these things. And I wouldn't say I'm fully over that. Uh, and maybe sometimes, again, it's just connected to not having good quality quiet times that morning, a good time with God. I did pray a couple of times and it has definitely, um, God always helps me to understand what's going on inside me i think that's one thing i love about prayer is it just sorts me out you know it's not a genie hopefully in a bottle for me uh it's a relationship but the byproduct of that relationship with god is i get sorted out by it but anyway as i say i felt irritable this morning i just felt like oh this stuff it'd be so much easier if this wasn't happening if that was happening and of course when you get into that state of mind you can think about all these other things now, there are little things I mentioned. Maybe the things that, you, that irritate you are, are bigger than that. Maybe they're really big things or potentially big things. The, the thing I'd say this morning is Paul said something profound in Scripture. He said he learned the secret of being content in all circumstances. The secret of being content in all circumstances. And he said contentiness, godliness with contentment is great gain. It's about contentment. Contentment is not based in circumstance. I'm saying that right now, but sometimes it's very difficult to accept that. Contentment is not based in circumstance. And maybe that's an even better title for this podcast. Yeah, contentment is really not based on what we have, on how well life is going. Um, now, I would say for, for sure that having life circumstances going the way you want them to, to some extent, will help. In other words, getting up at, at the right time each morning and getting time with God. Getting time in the world, the word, not the world, the word, <laughs> Um you know, exploring your passions. You know, there are certain things that you need to be able to do, but but generally speaking, contentment is, contentment is not based on our circumstances. It's the decision to be joyful. And I realized that this morning on the way home after dropping the guys off. I thought, I have to make a decision to not let this stuff get to me. I must admit, I'm working today. Um, it's a holiday over here. A lot of people are off, and I don't know what it is, but I feel so unmotivated. It's very unusual for me to feel that unmotivated, uh, and I am struggling a bit, but yeah, we get days like that, but I've got to make a decision to be joyful about what I've got in my life. Now, again, I want to qualify everything. We're going to have off days and we're all going to have days where we're just not like that. And that's that's okay. We need to beat ourselves up about that. But what I'm talking about is the norm, the everyday stuff. If you find yourself most days getting troubled by discouragement, frustration, or life not going right... You know, maybe you're sitting at the moment with a house unfinished and you've got building work going on. Um, you know, I did a building work going on for a couple of weeks there and you're like, I'm only going to be content when this stuff gets done. No, you won't. It might make you a little bit happier, but what we really want to strive for is being content regardless of the circumstances, being joyful regardless of the circumstances. James chapter 1 tells us that we should consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, when you face trials of many kinds. And then because you know that things develop from that. Not just to be content whatever your circumstances, but to actually be joyful 
whatever your circumstances. I'm not throwing this out today because I am, or I'm particularly great in this area, but I'm throwing it out today because it's 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 um, achievable, or it's something we should aspire to. We should aspire to what the scriptures hold. We should not water down scripture because it seems lofty and, and difficult to attain. We should be holding to what scriptures teach and it teaches that we can be joyful whatever our circumstances. This is what the world needs. This is what people need. They need to know that sense of freedom that I can be joyful no matter what happens in my day, no matter what goes on, because I can understand, you know, God is in my life. There's a reason for why things happen. I won't always know at the right time. But again, if things are causing us trouble and trials, well, there's things that are developing in me as a result of that. And being an older man now, well, relatively speaking, depends who you speak to, of course. Um, but yeah, having a few more years behind me now, I can say that a lot of the difficulties I had have brought about good in me. I look at what I'm able to do now, and I think that's happened because of some of the challenges I had. So yeah, I just want to say today, um, contentment is not based on our circumstances. It's a decision to be joyful. And I pray that that can help us, you know, to be not allow circumstances that the, the times and chances of life to throw us up and down, how our kids are doing, how our family, our marriage is even going, you know, bigger, bigger things as well. Um, but I do pray that really what we do need then is to seek solace in God, to go to him for the answers, to seek him for the answers. I hope to be back again soon. I want to talk about just again, um, hopefully this will be the next one. It may not be, but it could be the next one, which is just, you know, what should I focus on when it comes to teaching my children? So some insights that God's given me recently. Um, so I hope to be back again with you shortly. Um, please drop me any thoughts you have on being content, regardless of your circumstances, um, you know, despite your circumstances, and just being joyful um, in whatever situation you're in. Praise to God that this is what we can uh, try to attain in our lives. Uh, back with you again soon. Many thanks for listening.